It's early in the season, but the Golden Knights with a much-needed 3-1 win over the Colorado Avalanche Tuesday night before VGK heads to Dallas for tonight's tail end of the back-to-back. You know, despite all the early season injuries, it was nice to see VGK breaking through against the Avalanche. These are two teams that were expected to contend for the President's Trophy, although they don't appear to be upper echelon teams at this time. You know, and I thought that this was a very good total team effort. Uh, The Golden Knights racing out to that early start, and uh, Chandler Stevenson scored just two minutes into the game, and then Riley Smith with the big goal, the shorthanded goal, which was the eventual game winner. The Golden Knights controlling the neutral zone, and they found some weaknesses in the avalanche. I thought they did a good job of exploiting those, and we'll talk much more about the game from last night. Coming up on today's show, the Golden Knights' makeshift lineup defends well on Tuesday night. The Las Vegas fan base, they're already growing restless after a slow start, and why Keegan Colasar deserved to score the empty netter that was heisted. It was stolen away officially by his own teammate, Evgeny Dodonov. Hi, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco, and this is the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Tony Dasco. I am a longtime Las Vegas sportscaster. I host my own radio show in Las Vegas on the Odyssey Sports Stations. You can find me sometimes filling in on 1140 The Bet. My Saturday morning show is on 98.5 The Fan, HD2, and of course, across the Odyssey Network. And I've called play-by-play for several sports. And on select broadcast, I do play-by-play sometimes for UNLV football and basketball. And I have done some college hockey play-by-play as well. I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here with all of you all season long as VGK tries to make it back to the NHL Final Four. And we thank you all for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen We are free, and we are available on all platforms. So thanks for tuning in. And through the first five games of this season, you could see Robin Leonard, the goalie, his frustration growing. So the Golden Knights were turning the puck over like they did against the Islanders on Sunday night. Six first-period turnovers alone in that game. And the Golden Knights were slow to get back defensively during the course of this losing spell, the four-game losing streak. And uh, they were getting back slowly defensively, and that led to several odd man rush opportunities, which made the goalie, Robin Leonard, very unhappy. unhappy. And, you know, he really was expressing that he was unhappy uh, of late. And uh, he felt as though a lot of the goals that he was giving up were not on him or not his fault. So you couple poor defense with a lack of scoring on the offensive end, and that became for VGK a recipe for this early season slump. And, of course, you also couple in all the injuries. So with Alec Martinez on the shelf, Nick Haig, I want to talk about Nick Haig, um, the six-foot, six-inch defenseman who really stood out in Tuesday night's game. Uh, Did not start out well as Haig was called for two penalties, two penalties early in the first period. But then he really settled down and he settled in. And I thought he played really well in spurts and at times he made several big plays. Uh, The biggest defensive play of the night 
was the play on Gabe Landeskog as Landeskog tried that wraparound attempt in which Haig dove, the puck hit his stick, and then Robin Leonard slid over late uh, to come up with a pad save. And that was a, a big save and a big play and a pivotal play in the victory for the Golden Knights. So Haig skated for 17 minutes on the ice. Um, the last four games, I went back to his last four games, and not so good with the plus-minus at minus four on the ice. So this was a nice turnaround game for him. And uh, defensively, Alex Petrangelo, who for a second season, you know, I just felt that he got out to a very slow start. And he made a really nice block in the game, one that he came up hobbled. But what else is new with this team? Uh, you hope that he'll be okay. But Petrangelo now uh, starting to play better. They're getting more cohesion there uh, on the back line. And we could see the difference in Tuesday night's game. And I think one of the biggest uh, things or keys to the game that I saw was the way that VGK controlled the neutral zone for the most part in Tuesday's game. And in doing so, uh, they really limited the odd man rushes. They got back defensively. And I thought that uh, Brian Boucher from ESPN made a really good point on the Tuesday night broadcast of the Golden Knights Avalanche game. You know, he said that it appeared that Peter DeBoer had simplified things, had simplified pretty much everything across the board for VGK. I thought it was a really good coaching job. And, you know, in recent weeks, we've just heard about the team. Chandler Stevenson was talking about a new design for forechecking. And, you know, you maybe sometimes you're throwing too much at a team, especially, uh, you know, you have all of these changes on the lines due to all the injuries. And the latest, Zach Whitecloud added to the IR. Uh, this week, Nolan Patrick and Alec Martinez, they remain out due to injuries. And so perhaps, you know, each line trying to do too much, and the players don't have that familiarity with each other. So they have to learn how to fit in. So the best way, the best way you can approach everything is to simplify the offense, to simplify the defense. And the defense, I thought, did really well, especially against the Nathan McKinnon line. They kept them in check, and they really did a good job with limiting the chances around the net. And we know how explosive uh, from the past uh, meetings between these two teams of how explosive uh, that line, the Nate McKinnon line, could be. It's going to take some time, by the way, for the Avalanche to gel. Uh, on the broadcast on Tuesday night, uh, we saw the graph where they now have nine fewer players from last year's team, nine fewer players. So they're going to have to sort of come together and uh, try to figure out a way to gel. And again, I think that these are two teams that uh, are trying to find themselves right now. But hopefully, you know, for both of them, they're there in the end because it could be fun and exciting to see them clash again in the playoffs. Uh, in the second period uh, of the game on Tuesday night, about the 12-minute mark on, you could just see a change in the avalanche. They turned things up. They turned it up, and they were forechecking. Uh, they did a good job of playing a more physical game, and that was pretty much the point where VGK had to decide if they were going to tangle it up with 
the Avalanche or if they were going to try to uh, do their own thing, play their own game, if you will. And the Golden Knights gave up the goal in the 4-on-4 to Kale McCarr. That was in the final seconds of the period. But I thought that this was a pivotal stretch during the game as the Avalanche tried to push around the Golden Knights. But the Golden Knights were not manhandled. And the key was, again, limiting the Nate McKinnon line. And they pushed the Av players out of the crease. The Golden Knights, they're going to try to get out to a fast start against Dallas. Uh, They'll play tonight in Dallas against the Stars. And it'll be the first time, right, that they see the Stars, hopefully uh, not see Stars, but seeing the Dallas Stars since uh, the first time since VGK was eliminated from the playoffs in 2020 after that crushing 3-2 overtime loss in game number five in the bubble. So you're caught up to date on last night's game. Coming up next, I am starting to believe the Golden Knights should trade for Jack Eichel. And how in the world... Does Evgeny Dodonov do Keegan Kolasar like that? How's he steal the puck from him on the empty netter? Did you know that Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team? There are so many delicious flavors to choose from. Know what my favorite flavor is? It's strawberry, maybe because it reminds me of the spring or the summer, but it really is good, and like all the flavors, like salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate, just to name a few, Built Bar flavors are the best tasting, and they are healthy too. Check out some of the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein, with calories ranging from 130 to 180, and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So order today. Order today and you will get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. The promo code is LOCKED15 and you will receive 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. On my Twitter feed on Tuesday, I made some waves. And sometimes I do this intentionally, and other times, like on Tuesday, I just sent out an innocent tweet. And, you know, I said that the VGK fan base is getting restless and that the club should be making a trade for Jack Eichel. And the reason being is I felt that the fans needed to be excited. This came on the heels of the Frank Saravelli uh, tweet that he sent out and uh, on his show on the Daily Faceoff saying that he thinks that the Golden Knights are a team to watch on the Jack Eichel front. Now, these uh, rumors are nothing new. Uh, we've been hearing an awful lot about it, about uh, whether or not there will be a deal, and uh, the fans have been chiming in one way or the other. But I really do feel that getting Jack Eichel would get the fans engaged. Uh, You know, with the likes of Stone and Pacioretty and other key players out, I think that this could be what the fan base could be looking forward to. So this has to be a team, just my opinion again. It has to be a team designed to hang around, get as many points as they possibly can now, and hopefully they have a healthy team for a late-season push, for a late-season run. 
and we don't know Eichel if he can play, when he can play, and the fans, of course, getting restless. And we saw at the gate last week the attendance was down maybe a 1,000 or so, a lot of empty seats in the arena at T-Mobile. And, uh, well, of course, the fans, a lot of the fans, uh, in response to my tweet uh, and the locals with their mentality that the Golden Knights today have to win and win now, uh, most just were not in favor of such a deal. And I just think that uh, if they do something like going out and getting a Jack Eichel, a player that is an all-star perennially, I just think that the fans might be more inclined to stick around with this team. At times, it appeared as though they lost interest. Uh, they're talking about after a four-game losing streak, uh, fire the GM, fire whomever. Uh, because last time, uh, the Golden Knights lost four straight games. Gerard Gallant was uh, fired as the head coach. So now the fans just think that you should win. And when now they're very spoiled here in the Las Vegas market. The locals' mentality, the Golden Knights today, win, win now. And I still feel that VGK personally is showcasing the former first-rounder, Peyton Krebs. And Peyton Krebs is the missing piece or the player in many of the trade rumors. And uh, Krebs, I don't know if he's good or bad. We just have a very small sample size. He's off to another slow start. And uh, last season we saw where he didn't have uh, any points. uh, One point, I think, in 10 games. One assist. That was it. And then he was injured. And this season off to the slow start with no points in six games. I know it's a small sample size, but at this point, Right, I feel as though the Golden Knights have got to do something. They just have to get uh, the fans engaged again. And if they're not going to win now, and that was a very big win on the road in Colorado on Tuesday night, but if they're not going to win now, you just hope that you can build this team uh, for when everyone comes back for the second half of the season and perhaps right after the long and lengthy All-Star and Olympic break in the month of February. It's going to be kind of late in the season, but you should have a full team back, and we don't know who's going to play in the Olympics and all that. But again, I just think that the, the time to pull the trigger on this deal, if they're going to do it, is now, uh, especially if Jack Eichel needs surgery, um, and especially if you want to keep uh, the fans in touch uh, with the organization. I just think that uh, I think I was opposed to having this trade happen before. But now I'm just more in favor of it because I can sort of sense in a, in a way things are slipping away. And at the start of this season, I was I had a lot of question marks, uh, the bottom six. And uh, could Robin Leonard be that everyday goaltender for the Golden Knights? And so uh, let's see what they have to do. And uh, again, you just don't want to lose uh, the fan base and not now. They're still complaining, even though there's injuries, uh, these fans want to win. Uh, You know, most of the talk about last night's game, it's centered around whether Colorado's Jack Johnson deserved a five-minute interference call and game misconduct. And did Nick Waugh deserve what amounted to 17 minutes, 17 minutes worth of penalties? And this all stemmed from the incident after Jack Johnson 
laid out Keegan Colasar. So Colasar lays there shaken up following the hit. And like a good teammate would do, Nick Waugh comes to his defense. And then he tangles with uh, Johnson. And Johnson got the most of Waugh. And we just didn't understand the penalties that were handed out even after the review. And Colasar went, he underwent the concussion protocol. He returned to the Golden Knights lineup later on. And the refs believed that Jack Johnson hit Colasar away from the puck. But there were some photos on social media. There were some replays in which you saw and it showed the puck not far from the hit. So the hit was not away from the puck in the minds of particularly uh, the uh, media and a lot of the fans in Colorado. Uh, But, you know, after the game, Gabe Landeskog said, uh, the AFS captain said after the game that uh, Kolasar had the puck and it was about as clean of a hit as you can make it. And he said that he thought that it was away from the play. Uh, But I also couldn't understand that instigator penalty call against Wah, who was coming out there to defend his teammate. And by the way, by the way, have you ever seen two teammates fight over a puck on its way into an empty net? Has to be the first time. Has to be the very first time. In the final seconds of the game, the puck was taken away from the avalanche. And there was an empty net that was open for VGK. If Genny Dudanov passes the puck to Keegan Kolasar, it was a two-on-none break. Kolasar shot the puck toward the net, but for some reason, Dudanov sort of intercepts it. He tapped it in. He tapped in the puck right as it was going across the goal line. So they rewarded the goal to Keegan Kolasar after the game. Or at that point, I should say. And then after the game, Evgeny Dodonov gets the goal. And I just don't understand that. And Kolasar deserved an easy goal. He was robbed on three high-danger shots uh, that he had on net in Sunday's game, turned away by Ilya Sorokin in Sunday's uh, shutout loss. Up next, we will preview the VGK matchup with the Dallas Stars on Locked On Golden Knights. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Bet Online also has a new web interface that you will need to check out for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They have NHL odds too, plus all of the major sports, including boxing and UFC. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. The Golden Knights traveling to Dallas tonight to meet the Stars for the first time since VGK was eliminated from the playoffs and the bubble over a year ago. The Golden Knights off Tuesday's win in Denver, but still struggling to score goals. In that 3-1 victory on Tuesday night, VGK had that late empty netter, and the Stars have scored just a shade over one goal in five-on-fives this season. Dallas is known to be more of a defensive team, as we know, 
But in fact, Dallas has gone the last eight periods without a five-on-five goal. Head coach Rick Bonus said that his team has yet to put together a complete game. Bonus has been ripping his team for their lack of passion and competitiveness in Monday's loss, a 4-1 loss in Columbus. It was a lackluster loss, 4-1, and he doesn't feel as though there's much improvement on his team, and they can't score, just like VGK. Mayor Hiskinen, the Stars defenseman, leads the team with six points through six games. Braden Holtby has been strong in net as the starter of five games. And Anton Hudobin, who gave VGK fits in the playoffs, has played in just two games this season and he started one. Uh, the Stars are 3-3 three and three on the campaign. Dallas defeated the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup semis four games to one back in 2020 with the painful, painful, 3-2 overtime loss uh, for VGK in Game 5 as uh, Denis Gurianov scored the game winner, 336 into OT. And this will be a grind amount game tonight, as I said. Probably a 3-2 game, 2-1 game. I can't see them score more than four goals in a contest like this. The Golden Knights have now won 8 of 14 meetings. And can this be the night, finally, that VGK breaks through on the power play? The Golden Knights are the last team to score an NHL power play goal this season. They are currently after 0 for 3 on Tuesday night, 0 for 14, and they have not scored a power play in the last 32 tries now, dating back to last season. And I thought the Golden Knights might break through on Tuesday night during the three-minute power play in Denver, but uh, VGK has been limited to one or two shots on each and every power play, and I felt that there was little structure in their power play opportunities on Tuesday night. And once again, if you missed it uh, from the start of the show, I felt, you know, and it was mentioned on the broadcast, that Peter DeBoer dummied down perhaps every facet of the VGK game and simplified every part of the game. And so he probably doesn't want to take too many chances of giving up the puck on the power play and might be playing it safe until VGK can figure things out. And they're going to have to score to find a way to score, find a way to score, especially in five-on-five, and then take uh, some opportunities there and be more aggressive, I feel, on the power play. Laurent Brassois is expected to be a net for the Golden Knights tonight. Robin Leonard expected to get some rest to take the night off. Brassois, as we know, backed up Connor Hellebuck in Edmonton for the past three years. So coming up on our next episode, yeah, maybe we'll dive into that power play and what they're lacking on the VGK side. We're also going to recap the Golden Knights' second game at the back-to-back, and uh, that's uh, in Dallas where VGK and the Stars collide. And on Friday, we look at Nevada Day's matchup against the Anaheim Ducks. And yes, it is Nevada Day here in the Silver State. Everyone gets the day off pretty much and schools are closed and I like the matinee games they used to play the matinee games uh, in the first uh, season or two here in Las Vegas now we remind you to make your second listen locked on fantasy hockey the host Scott Culler leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience each and every day to you to be the expert of your fantasy league and it's free It's available on all platforms, and we thank you all for tuning in 
to Locked On Golden Knights. Thanks for listening. I'm Tony Cardasco for Locked On Golden Knights. So long.